Gemara. Erubin Daf Chaf Het. Masichet Erubin dedicated by Freddy and Yvette Kassab. Natslaha Bene Mishpachtam. Amen. Today's up being studied for Ashlemashim on Ben Simha. Elna Rafanalo, but Tokh Shalhole Israel. Amen. We begin today's daf on Chavzain Amudbet, and we are on the bottom of the Amud. Umi Amar Abaye, Dagim, Gidule, Karkanin, who? So we said at the end of yesterday's daf that Abaye held that Dagim, fish, is considered Gidule Karka. They eat from the bottom of the ocean. That's the ocean ground. So they have the Gidule Karka. Now, what is the difference if they Gidule Karka? That makes them. Uh, suitable for ma'asir money. That uh, if you have ma'asir shini money, you need to buy food with it, Yerushalayim, so you can buy dagim. So the Gemara says, does he really hold that it's gedolei karka? We have a sira. Abayim himself said, achal potita. What is it potita? Potita is sheretz amayim. It's the type of sheretz that goes in the water. So how many, and he eats a b'mezid. You're not allowed to eat this item. He ate a b'mezid, lokeh, Arba, he gets four different malkuyot. Nemala loke hamesh. If he eats a nemala, nemala is like a, uh, an ant, he's loke five sets of malkut. Sira, that's like a type of uh, hornet, loke shesh, he gets six malkuyot. Now, just let's get the question first, I'm going to read Rashi. Vim ita, if you're telling me that what, that this dagim, uh, is considered gedule karka. So this potita, which is a sheretz, not only you should get malkut for sheretz hamayim, you should get another malkut for sheretz haaris, because it's considered gedule karka. Potita name lilke mishum sheretz ashoretz ala aris. So therefore, how can you say that dagim is gedule karka? It doesn't uh, reckon, doesn't fit with the gemara that says potita. You only get. Five Malkuyot. Now let's just catch up on these Rashis over here. Rashis is going to give us the uh, Malkuyot that are subject. Chavo, David, Potita. So the first question is, how can you get Malkut? All Achilot in the Torah are only subject to Achilat Kezayit. And this is less than a Kezayit. However, she reminds us that it's a whole species. That's called the biriyah. And the biriyah is considered hashuv, and therefore one is subject to malkut if he eats a biriyah. In this case, I have actually four sets of malkuyot. That's very two. Okay, so that she gave us the four lavim. Now, what about a nemala? Okay, let's give us the source. Next one, Sara'at. Mm. 
ולא תשקסו את נפשותיכם בבהמה ובעוף ובכל אשר תמוס לא חשבת, בבהמה וחיה ועוף כדורים. ולא בשל עצים. So that she said, don't count that one, because that one's talking about the big offer. This is talking about like a small one, so therefore it's not included. Interesting. The reason why it's called sheres, because the only way you see it is because it crawls on the ground. You don't see it because it's really of its size. What makes it visible is the fact that it crawls. Okay, v'im ita, there's the question now. Right? <laughs> so basically, you should end up with uh, a few more. Which means what? You should end up with two more because of Sheret Samai. Because if it's a fish, it's both. So comes the Gemara and says, Ela, you're right. Ela, Amaravina. Uh, oh, so now we have to reconcile the question, which means you cannot say that Dagim is Gidule Karka. We're falling off that. Okay, well, now we have a question because yesterday we had two Braithot and we had two ways of learning the Pesukim and we needed to make enough Kamina between the two ways of learning. Yesterday we said enough Kamina, Dagim Ika Benayu. But now that we're saying this, no, Dagim is not a Gidule Karka according to anybody. We've got to go back to that Braita and try to find enough Amina between the two ways of learning. Remember yesterday we learned either Klal Prat Klal or we learned it in Nibui Mi'ut Ribui. So therefore we're going to have to go figure out if, if, what is enough Amina between the two ways of learning. So the Gemara says, Ela Maravina Ofot Ika Benayu. Interesting. There's a Mahloket Legabe Ofot Leman De Amar which means we're talking about now using the money for Ma'asir Shini. So you have to use the money of Ma'asir Shini to buy food. So if you say that the criteria of this Ma'asir Shini money that you have to buy food is Number one, it has to be It has to come from something like a, uh, a chicken comes from the mother. So it's a And it also has to grow from the ground. Well, Ofot are considered karka. I know they don't grow from the ground, but they eat from the ground. And eating from the ground means they're sustained from the ground. So that makes them karka. Now, Leman de Amar, Velad, Veladotaaris. But according to the second opinion, it said that it has to be something that was actually created from the artist. In Cheshitimim Masebereshit, Hani Ofot, Menarekak Nibreu. Interesting thing, it says that the Ofot themselves were not created from the earth, they were created from where the water collected on the earth. And therefore they're not considered what it says, Vlad Veladota Aris, something that was created from the earth itself. Now let's read the Rashi, just to catch up on this. Rashi says, nothing, beautiful. Okay. The Gemara then continues. Man de marbe Ofot my ta'ameh now that we got the nafkamina is ofot, meaning can you use money for ma'asish, you need to buy ofot, what's the reason why each rabbi, one rabbi includes ofot and one rabbi excludes ofot? You know what I was actually going to say? It really depends on how do you learn the pesukim. So the Gemara begins. The opinion that is marbe ofot, he has a klal, 
a prat and a klal. Kasabar klala batra dafka. This is interesting. When you have a klal prat klal, what's the main klal? What's the main uh, the main limud? There's a klal rishon. There's a klal sheni. So he learns that the main thing is the klal batra, which really means it's a prat klal. Well, you know what a prat klal means? Prat klal means prat limits, and klal says, you know what? It's coming to include everything. And then the first klal is going to come to minimize. But obviously, once you already included everything, so the minimization is going to be a little, because we already included everything. As opposed, if you would have learned it as the klal rishon is the ikar, so then it's a klal prat. Klal prat says that en bechlal ela mashe beprat. That's a tremendous limit. So, but if you learn that the klal batra is the ikar, so basically it's a prat klal, and therefore the starting point is everything is included, and the first klal comes along and minimizes a little how. So we say prat klal, and then naase klal mosaf ala prat. The klal after the prat comes to be mosif. It comes to include everything. You can buy anything with kesef ma'asir. So what does the first klal come and do? The me'ute, it comes to minimize. Why? That anything that's not domer to the prat uh, in the two stadim, which means anything that's not pri pri and anything that's not gidule karka. So therefore, ofot is okay, because ofot has these two qualities. Ofot has primi pri, comes from a mother, and it also has gidule karka, meaning it eats from the ground. So therefore, we don't minimize uh, uh, that item. We only take away things that don't have these two properties. But if it has the two properties, you're in. Uman de mema'et ofot. And what's the opinion that's mema'et ofot? Kasabar klala kamadavka. He holds... That the first klal is the ikar. So let's go this way. So it's really a klal and a prat. Once it's a klal and a prat, you minimize everything. That en bechlal elama should be prat. Now the second klal is going to come along and add, but it's going to add a little, not going to add too much. It says, klal u prat. En bechlal elama should be prat. Which means the klal is everything, but the prat comes along and takes away everything, and only is the prat. Hani in. Only with the Torah says, Mide aharina la. Ve'ahane klale batra. So what does the second klal do? Le'rabuye to include what? Kol dedami le'e b'shlosha stadim. You need three things in order to be included. So it's, it's, more, it's more limited. What are the three things you need? Vlade vladot, which a, a, a chicken is. It also needs to be gedole ha'aris, which a chicken is. However, it also has to be vlad vladot ha'aris. It has to be something that's created from the ha'aris, which it is not because it's created from the rekak. And therefore, it comes to minimize. So really all is hinged on how you learn a cloud prat cloud. What's the main item? If the main item is the second cloud, so then you're, you're minimizing more. But if the main item is the... Sorry, the main item is the first cloud, you're minimizing more. If the, if the main cloud is the second cloud, then you're minimizing less, and that would be enough coming out. David, read the Rashid for us now. My uh, Tama. Yeah, you can start there. Mai tama demande merabe ofot kasabar kol hechadi ikar klal uprat uklal klala batra ikar ubatre azni. Habale prat uklal. Benase klal mosif al haprat umerabe komile. 
וכללה כמה דעתל למהותל וממן נתגשה בכלל ובפרט ואין בכלל אלא משהו בפרט ולא נרבה מידי, לא אזיין בתרא. ומיהו, אהני קורתא למימר, דכי מרבה כללה בתרא, לא כמו מילה מרבה, Instead of saying that it's a prat klal to be marbe everything, the first klal comes along and says, no, not everything, and I can't have prat. It's got to be similar to the prat. Similar to the prat, what? In, the, in two things. Can't have prat. Right. Dag is not going to do the karka we just came out. Uh, right? And it's what? It's just primi pri. So the vodaga is going to be taken out. Roman. Roman, the ma'at, ofot, kasabad, kol hechadika, klal uprat, kilala kama davka. Ve'en baklal, ela mashe beprat. Ve'ma'ate kol mileh, ba'kilu ma'adidamele de beprat. Right. Everything is excluded except the prat itself. Even things that are domed to the prat. Right, you only mean marbe, it's got to be mamash, a very close match. Dome b'shlosha stadim, which is what? Okay, beautiful. Now we go right to the botai. Amar Rav Yehuda, m'shemed Rav Shemuel bar Shilat, Okay? You could make eruv with these type of vegetables that all have one thing in common. Haziz is wheat that was cut early when it's still green. Chafniyot are inferior dates that did not ripen fully. Again, it's not the derech to eat these items, and therefore, no eruv. Gemara says, This good ganiyot, is it permissible to make an eruv? We have a bright that says, Good ganiyot, If a person has a lot of children, he's okay to eat it. It's not going to hurt him. banim, But a person has a difficulty, and having children, he doesn't have children, lo yuchlum, because it takes away the zera. So therefore, not good to eat. Ve'im hukshu lezera, that if, let's say, these uh, stalks of the good ganuyot became hard, like a piece of wood, they, I guess they, they, um, they, um, they ripened uh, very well, and therefore, af merubeh banim lo yuchlum. Even merubeh banim, if we got a lot of children, should not eat them. Why? Because they mazik everybody. So therefore you see that good ganuyot, regular ones, are mazik l'hasuche banim. And the hard ones are bad for everybody. So therefore, why could you consider it mazon for the eruv? Mazon for the must be edible. Here you see these good ganuyot, very, very limited. They're not good for the hasuche banim. And the hard ones are not good for anybody. So it's not considered an okin. Here you tell me, pashut, ma'arbim. The Gemara is going to give Rabotai three answers to this question. Answer number one. Targema ashelo hukshu lezera banim. First answer. Lo hukshu, which means they did not become hardened. 
And who's making the Eruv? Merubeh Banim. Somebody that has a lot of children, which we said, it's okay for him to eat it. So therefore, this Shita holds that the Eruv has to be edible for the one that's making it. We saw yesterday in the Mishnah, we saw she taught differently, but this Shita is saying it's got to be suitable for the one that's making the Eruv. And the one that's making the Eruv is a Merubeh Banim, and he can eat this uh, item. Answer number two. No, that's a Mazikim. No, 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 that's a Mazikim, that's a Mazikim. Okay, he's good, he's good. Another answer, Banim. Even Hasukeh Banim can use the regular good Gadoyot. Doesn't have to be Ra'ui to him. It has to be Ra'ui for somebody. And therefore we learn this Mishnah, Milo Tenan, Me'arabim Nazir, Me'ayin, Ul Yisrael, Betrumah. Didn't we say Nazir can make the Eruv with wine? And Israel can make the Eruv with him, even though it's not Ra'ui. Alma, Avagav, Velo Hazeh, Lehai, Hazeh, Lehai. That's the Mishnah. How can everybody go to Yot? Avagav, Velo Hazeh, Lehai, meaning to the Hasukhe Banim, Hazeh, Lehai. It's Ra'ui to the Mirubeh Banim. That is the second answer. Third answer. Vibayat Ema, Ki Kamarav, that which Rav said, that you make Eruv with good Ganyot. A different type of going on yod. A certain type of good going yod that go in madai, that are ra'ui for all people, and they're not mazik at all. So don't bring me a question from the other good going yod. These good going yod are fit for consumption for all people. Rabotai, ubahaziz. La, you just told me this haziz, this unripened wheat, you cannot use for the eruv. Oh yeah, hops. Haziz. Haziz is this unripened wheat. Not only that, So the Gemara says, When did he say Haziz is not suitable for the Eruv? That's before Rab made his way to Babel. But after Rav came to Babel, he saw the people eat the Aziz, he said, ah, they're eating it. So therefore he changed his mind, and he said, it's Ra'ui, and therefore can be used for Eruv. So the Gemara says, wow, just because in Babel they eat Aziz, that makes it uh, Ra'ui to everybody. Is Babel considered Rova Ulam, and therefore... You take the mi'ut of the world, Babel, and therefore you say, since they eat it in this way, it's considered good for anywhere? That's Gemara's uh, question. Jeez, why do you go after Minhag Babel to say that the Haziz is uh, mutar? Otherwise, you should go after. Uh, no, you should go after the whole world. You should go after the whole world. Uh, so obviously he holds not. Obviously he holds not. So we're going to go after that, Chita. Gemara says, and how do you know that? We have a brighter. A fool. What's a fool? A fool. Like a bean. That's the ora. The ora is barley. And tiltan. What's tiltan? Fenugreek? Okay, they call it halbe. Different, different opinions. Good? It's sharp. Which means uh, they planted them. And the kavanah, the guy who planted them, he wanted to eat them when they're still. Like raw, like green. And he didn't uh, plant them to eat it after they become ripened. He wants to eat them when they're still like unripened. Batla dato etzel kola adam. 
Because rough people do not eat it in that state over there. Therefore what? Therefore what? Right, which means you can be hayav to give it in ma'asir. Even though normally ma'asir you don't give on something that's not ripe and edible. But this guy's batla dato. I don't give you kavana was to eat it at this stage of it. Since people don't plan for that kavana, people normally plan to eat it when it's uh, ripe. Therefore, he's hayab in ma'asir. Virakan patur. Now, virakan patur, which means what? Rob bin Adam are not no heg to be kotsed, these items, when they are uh, green. So therefore, they're not hashruv in such a case. Okay, what does that mean in Rashi? Let's catch up in Rashi for a second. Read Rashi. Good Ganyot we have. Ve Mukshu we said. Targema Hindi Kemadai Keshut. We saw. Zanan Hayav. Ali Yarak. Ve Maaset. Ve Afakishlo Zanan Metachila. Ve Kaz. Ve Yakan Patur. Ve Lav Midihu. Correct. So I'm reading again. Haful vaseura vatatan chizra an the yarag. His kavana was what? For yarag, batla dato. It's a kodam. Therefore, the fichach zaran hayav, which means even though he didn't have kavana to eat in such a case. However, vira kan patur. But the, when it's yerek, it's going to be patur. Why? Because Rabbi Adam are nohek uh, to cut it down, uh, not when it's uh, yerokim. Even though I wanted to eat it, doesn't matter. But Yeruka is patur. Hashechlaim vegargir, mazer shechlaim vegargir. Types of grass, different types of herbs that they eat it. Sometimes green, sometimes after they ripen, they can eat it both ways. She said, "I'm leyarak. If you planted it leyarak, with aserim yarak vazera. So we have to give them aser, whether it's yarak or whether it's zera. Which means, because people do both. Zeraan lezera." If he planted it in order to eat the zera'im, but asrim zera'im again, he gives ma'asir on both, because again, these items are planted and eaten for both. Oh, so what do you see from this uh, sugya over here? That we go after the nov of the people. We don't go after a certain uh, locale. So how come you're telling me, Nove, when it comes to uh, this, um, this haziz, that you tell me, oh, in Babel they eat it. Babel is not the nov So how should that be koveyal in yana eruv? Yomarat says, Ki kamar rav, that when Rav said he can uh, use the haziz, he meant, Kedegud ganayata. Uh, that's haziz that grows in the garden, which is edible for all people. Kanareh, yesh haziz, ve'yesh haziz. Look at the top rashi. Be'haziz? Be'haziz she'gadir be'ginad, ikulay alma akhlelehu. Okay. Zera gargir. Now the Yomarat says, you have a of a gargir. It's hayab the ma'asir. Because the people eat the zera of the gargir. The Gemara says, who eats the zera of gargir? What's that ra'oi for? Which means, the Chaurah watched me hayab in ma'asir, who's eating it? The Gemara says, what do you mean they eat it? Amar Bihanam, sheken rishonim, sheloi hayalim pilpilin. Rishonim did not have pepper. Shohakin oto, they take this gargir, and they grind it up. Umat bilin bo tasali. And they use it as a dip in order to put their roasted meat in it. So therefore, what they use it? Therefore, it's hayav and maaser. Read Rashi. Nothing. Okay. Rabbi Zera, famous story. Rabbi Zera, kiyabah halish Rabbi Zera, when he was tired from uh, learning, 
So what did he do? Aba Azibi Atif Pratchad the Rabbi Yehuda Ben Ami would sit in front of the gate, in front of the door of the Beit Midrash of Rabbi Yehuda Ben Ami. Amar ki nafkev va'ilir Rabbanah. When the rabbis come in and out of the Beit Midrash, iku mekamayu. I'll stand up. Ve'akabel behu agra, and I will get reward. That's interesting. I thought you're not supposed to do things for reward. And here the rabbi comes along and says. No, I'll stand up in front of them. It says, it's a mitzvah to stand in front of Tabi Achamin. Well, I don't have a problem that he wants to get the mitzvot, but the fact that he says it explicitly, Vekabel Agrab. So Nafhida explains that from here you learn that when it says, that's only talking about on a mitzvah that you hayav to do. But this mitzvah, you're not hayav to put yourself in a position to fulfill the mitzvah. So when you do something, you can even do it for the purpose of getting sakhar. But there's another explanation based on the Ben Ari. The Ben Ari says that there's a certain sigula if a person wants to get Yirat Shamayim. What does he do to get Yirat Shamayim? One of the sigulot that the Ben Ari said is to stand for Tamidi Achamim. They asked the Ben Ari, how do you know it? He says, Beferush Pasuk. It'll bring you to the result. So that's what Rabbi Zira said. Ve'kabel agra, meaning I'll get Yirat Shabayim. That's the agra he was talking about. He wasn't talking about the reward in Olam By doing this, I'll get a reward by Olam Okay, now that I got that out of the way, what happened? Nafak ata yinukad be'rav. Who came out of the yeshiva? Tinok. Amalei Rabbi Zira tells the Tinok. Look at these Tinokot in the olden days. My agmerah rabach. What did the Rabbi teach you today? Amalei he taught us a hadush. Keshut Morepri Adama. The Berachan Haps Morepri Adama. Haziz Shakon Yamid Baro. Amale, so the Bizrah starts arguing with the Tinok. It does Madraba, Ibka Mistabra. It makes sense the other way. Why? Haimara Akamarbe, which means the Haziz goes from the ground. It's wheat. And therefore, it makes more sense to say what? Morepri Adama. Where does the Haps grow? From the environment. It's not your neck from the Karka. Me'avira Akamarbe. It's like a mushroom. So therefore, if it grows like that, so therefore it should be shakon and barok. The Gemara says, but v'hilcheta ki yinuka deberav. The halakha follows the yinuka. Why? My ta'ma, hai gemar peri, which means the keshut is ripened. Once it's ripened already, it can be called a peri. V'hai lav gemar peri. The haziz is still green. It's not considered a peri. It's like you say, more peri, hadama. He thought the Kishut comes from the environment and is not your neck from the Karka. Strong. Lahi. The hops actually get the nutrients from the ground. When you pull out the different Isma, like the thorns and the thistles that grow in the ground, what happens? These keshut grow around those thorns over there. When you pull out the thorns, umayta keshuta, the keshuta die. That means what? That the keshuta is not getting from the environment; it's getting from the thorns that are attached from the ground. And then what you, you don't have to kill the, uh, the the what do you call it? The keshut. Just pull the thing out of the ground. His man doesn't die on itself. Why? Because Elamas meets your neck from the karka. So the Gemara comes along and continues. Ubechafniyot. One of the things that we said above in the name of Rav, and me'arvin me'chafniyot. So the Gemara says, what are these things over there? These were these dates. 
that were inferior dates, and the people don't eat them. So the Gemara says, and Me'arbin, so the Gemara says, Vehatanya, we learned, Kor, what is Kor? Azagobaruch, like we call it in the Gemara over there, Korah, Korah, that's the Rachadikin that grows every year from the palm. And they would cut it off and they would eat it. If you look at Ashi, we did Ashi, David, where he says, Kor, Okay, it's good food. Absolutely. The palmetto, like the halakha calls it. Anyway, it says, Obviously, when it's still edible, you can use that to buy hot of palm, but the case of, of ma'asir. Again, it's a prima piri. It comes from the, from the tree. And it's also gedole karka. Obviously, Grows from the ground. Interesting. Even if it's kavanas to eat it, because the majority of the times, not today, but the majority of times, those days, they wouldn't eat it. Why? Because they didn't want to cut it, because if you cut it, you cut the tree. You ruin the tree. So they wouldn't cut the hot tzapah, because otherwise the tree is not going to grow. Um, therefore, it's not really considered an okel inyan tumat okhlin. Vechafniyot, that's what we have to talk about now. Nikahot bekesev maaseh. You can take kafniyot bekesev maaseh, which is the stira right there. Umetameot tumat ochalim, and it's metameot tumat ochel. Rabbi Yehuda Omer kor hareu kees lechol devarat. He says the hearts of palm is considered a tree for everything, which means ben lemaaseh, ben leberacha, ben letumah, ben for everything. Ella, however, shenikah bekesev maaseh. Oh. Forget the Ma'asir, he says it's considered a food. Even a Bihuda that says it's et lechot nevarab makes an exception when it comes to Ma'asir. Bechafniyot, harem kifri lechot nevarab. Oh, but what? Ela shepeturot mena Ma'asir. However, they're going to be peturot mena Ma'asir. Why? Because they didn't ripen yet. Now the Brayta says, kafniyot is metameot tumat ochli. So what does that mean? It's mashwa that it's ochel. Gamur, only okhil gamur is metametumat okhli. So the chaurah, the gabe eruv, we should count it as okhil. Therefore, the chaurah is a question on Rav that said you cannot use kafniyot for, uh, for, uh, for, for the eruv. This is the question. Look at Rashi Rabotai. Rashi, Ela Shepeturot. I'm sorry, go to the ones, Kor we did, because of Maaser. Okay, good. Ve'enu metametumat ochlim. Ve'afilu chishe barab la'achila, de lab ochel. Right, yours is not considered an ochel. Kor. Kor hareu kehes, betamam pari, chaynu tanakama. I mean, the chaurah, that's tanakama. What did tanakama say? Tanakama said, Kor, nikah bekesef ma'asir, ve'enu metametumat ochlim. Why? Because it's like a etz. So what is he saying? Anything different? What does the Be'udah come along to say? The Be'udah came along and said, Kor, it's the same thing. So the Gemara will ask that question. Continue. <laughs> 
That which we just said, the kafinyot is metametumat ogli, that's the male palm trees. That over there, that the pri is kafniyot, and they don't become ripened forever. Okay? That's it. That's considered the gemar peri already. That's considered okel gamur. That's the way they eat it. It's not going to get better than that. If it's metametumat oklim, and if we can use it for an eruv. Rav! He was talking about the female trees. I didn't know there's male and female trees, but there's female trees. If we said the pri is actually finishes, and if we take it early, it's inferior, that's considered not an orchid, it's not considered a pedia. So it depends, male or female tree. Do we have a rashi on that? Rashi, hatam. Hatam, the ketani metameot, the dinishane, the kalim sikharim shiosim kafniyot, the enam nasim timarim the olam. Right, it never comes to timarim, it just always remains kafniyot. Oh, so Gemara says, If the bright is talking about kafniyot of these male, then that's considered gemar peri, like you're saying, that's why it's metameh, tumat oklim, why would the Yehuda say that kafniyot are going to be patur from uh, maaser? Didn't he say that the kafniyot harim kifri lechodivrim elas shepiturot mina maaser? That was the Yehuda and the Brayta. Why should we patur maaser if it's indeed considered a food? Because that's all it's going to get. Chalot should be hayav in maaser. V'atanya didn't we learn? Amar Yehuda lo huskeru fage betione. These are figs that are not ripened, that grow in a place called Bitioneh. They were said, the laws of Maaser. What did it say? It said, These figs that are not ripened, these are the Khafniyot, that grow in Tuvina. These are all male items, male Dekalim. Here it is, Bimaaser. Why? Because they never ripen. And these fagim and these kafniyot, that is the pnigamur. So what do you see from the Yehuda? That indeed ya'ayab and ma'asir on these items. So therefore, how can the Yehuda say above the kafniyot of peturot ma'asir? Must be, it's not talking about zikharim. We're making it a question now. Because if it's talking about zikharim, you have a stira. Ela must be talking about, it's talking about female ones. That are going to become dates... Uh, uh, they become ripened. And now I understand why Pitrom and Amas said. The reason why Pitrom and Amas said, because you didn't take it, you took it before. Oh, if that's the case, we still said that it's metametumat ochlim. Abotai, we're talking now about items that are going to reach full maturity. It's nekevot. And we still said it's metametumat ochlim. That's kafniyot. So why then did Rav say you can't use them for Eruv? means it's considered a Ochel. Which basically we did was, the first answer we said is, oh, that right, there was a Zecharim. And there was a Zecharim, not an Ochel. Never become an Ochel. I'm sorry, it's too much Ochel because it's finished product. And therefore it's not, and I understand why you can't use it for, uh, for Eruv, because it's not a food. Beauty. But the Gemara says, people don't eat it. The Gemara says, no, 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 no. It can't be too much Zecharim. Because if it was Zikharim, it would be in uh, uh, Maaser. Because he holds that these items are 
Hayabin Maaser, because that's what it is. It's finished. Oh, so it must be he's talking about Nekebot. Ah, Nekebot. I understand why it's Patum and Maaser. Because it's not finished yet. It's in its uh, early stage. Oh, and it still says, Metametum At Oklim. That means it's still considered a Okay, so the Kaurat should be suitable for Eruv. Why did Rav say, Kaftiyot are not good? So the Kaurat comes along and says, once already we said that we're talking about the Kibot, the question is not enough. Really the Braita is not talking about Zecharim, Ela is talking about Nekebot. And therefore what? The Kaurat, the Hadush is, even though they didn't ripe yet, but they're going to ripe, it's still considered Metametum At Ochlim. Tumat Ochlim Shani. But it is considered Metametum At Ochlim. Why? Why? You can roast them. When you roast them on the fire, they become edible. So too by these kafniyot that are bitter and they're not able to be eaten. However, they can recommend to However, by eru, they have to be edible the way they are. So that won't make a difference. But if you could eat it in any which way, it's already considered subject or susceptible to tumat okhlim. Mashiach in this case over here, it's not, uh, not edible the way it is. Therefore, it's not shayach to eruv. Okay, David, you want to read the Rashi? V'yachol lematekan? V'yachol lematekan, af hapi she'achshav dekat nutan marinhen. Aval inyan eruv, Beauty. And for Maaser, the reason why it's Patur, it's Pashut, because it's not Lav Gimar Peri. So we have three Dini. Think of it, Maaser, Patur. Why? Lav Gimar Peri. Niantumat Oklim, Yemetame. Why? Because it's edible, Aliyadeh, Mituk. Al Inyan Eru, no good. Why? Because Maaser Husham, it's not edible. Yes, you have to cook it. Then you can use it for for uh, for eruv. Oh, now give what I said. Vehecha itmar de Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi Yohanan made a statement somewhere. Ho'il ve'ra'uil lematekan al yedeh ha'ur. Then we're using that sevara of ho'il ve'yachol lematekan. We're using that by these these dates over here. Where did Rabbi Yohanan make that statement? Ra'uil lematekan al yedeh ha'ur. He actually said it by the Ammons. Detanya. Shekedim Amarim. What does that mean, Shekedim Amarim? Bitter almonds. The small ones. Ketanim. Hayavin. The Hayavin Maaser. Why? Because they're not so uh, bitter at that point over there. They're edible. And therefore, it's considered a final peri. Because if you let these small almonds grow more, they'll become bitter. So they used to cut them when they were small before they get bitter. So therefore, it's considered Gmar peri. And therefore, they're going to be hayav uh, in ma'asir. However, gedolim, peturim. Because at that point, they're bitter. And therefore, they're not considered ochel. However, metukim, when you come to the sweet almonds, uh, that when they, when they grow to their full ripeness, they become sweet. It's the opposite. Gedolim, hayavim. Why? Because when they get to their full ripeness, the gedolim, they become sweet. And therefore, they're hayav in ma'asir. Ketanim, peturim. Because at the time, the ketan, they're still bitter. And they didn't get to their sweetness yet. 
ורבי שמעון ורבי יוסי אומר משום אביו, זה וזה לפתור. Which means, בין גדולים, בין קטנים, הפטורים מן המעשר. Why? גדולים הפטורים, because they are bitter. נקסרו אוכל. And קטנים הפטורים, even though you can eat them, because they didn't finish growing yet. Now, ואמרי לעצמם שאי זה וזה לחיוב. בין קטנים, בין גדולים, אגב, הוא חייב. אמר רבי אלעאי, הורה רבי עינה בסיפורי כדברי האומר, זה וזה לפתור. אוקיי, let's read רש"י now. Let's catch up in רש"י קטנים. חייבים משום שהוא גמד פרי שלהם, שכשהגדרי נעשים מרים. Right, at this point they call it קטנים, when they become small, uh, it's considered גמד פרי. Why? Because you can eat them at that point. Once they get bigger, they can become bitter. So they have a קטנים are going to be חייב. At that point. Ugdolim. Ugdolim. Peturim ma'asad. Dilav ochel nidmo. Good. Metukim ketanim peturim. Dilav nigmeru. Metukim ketanim peturim because they didn't finish the growth yet. Zev azel efzot. Marim ben gedolim o ben ketanim. Gedolim dilav uchla. Ketanim dilav gimad pera. Ah, so they want to say, the first thing for us to say, gedolim is going to be patur ma'asad because they're bitter. The ketanim are going to be patur, even though they're edible, but they're not finished growth. And therefore, that's the vazeh liftor. And Gemara came along and said, it makes sense to say like the shita that says, ze vazeh liftor. Ulman, huh? Two, two species of amr? Yes, two different types. And they can always be... Right. The Gemara says, If you're going to come and say that the shikidim, המרים, the bitter ones, בין גדולים בין קטנים חייבים, which means, how can you say that שקדים מרים are going to be חייב in מעשר? What are they, what are they good for? Who's eating them? And over there, Rabbi Yohanan came along and said, אמר רבי יוחנן, הואיל וראוי למתקן על ידי האור. That's why he said the Sivara, that since you can take these bitter almonds and roast them on the fire and sweeten them, that's why they're going to be חייב in מעשר, which means you don't have to be חייב in מעשר in the state that it is. Since you can fix it, that's going to be enough. Amar, more. Next statement. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Kor, this hearts of palm, Harehu ke'etz nechol devarav, Eda shenikah bekesef ma'asir. But you can use it for kesef ma'asir. The Gemara says, Hainu tanakama. That's mamash tanakama. Tanakama said that the kor you can use for kesef ma'asir, even though it's not considered uh, an okel, uh, which is basically, they're saying the same thing. Let's go back to that Braita. What was Tanakama? Tanakama said, Kor, Nikah Bekesef Maaser, Ve'eno Metameh Tumat Ochli. Yuri. And then what is uh, the next rabbi saying? Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, Kor, Haruk Ya'etz. Ela Shnikah Bekesef Maaser. He's saying the same thing. It's an etz, meaning it's not Metameh Tumat Ochli, but you can take it as Maaser. Rabotai, what's the difference between Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda? אמר אביין, אבל זה ביג דיפרנס. שלקו ותגנו איכה בנאיון. אז גבי ענף קמינה, ואפלט סי, you cooked the core a lot, or you fried it in oil. הכל תראה ביהודה, הרי הוא כעץ. It doesn't matter, it's like you fried an עץ. It's like you cooked an עץ, a tree. And therefore, it's not מקבל תומת אוכלים. And Tanakama says, no, when is it considered an etz? Only uh, when it's not metameh, metamat ochlim, is where it's not a'ul achila. 
But if you fix it to make it the way the Akhila, even to the Kabab will be more there, it's considered metamet to mat ochlim, and if it's considered a food. The fact that he didn't use that lashon, hareu ke'etz, when the Buddha said hareu ke'etz means it's an etz. And no matter what you do with it, cook it, fry it, you're frying it wood. Therefore, it's always going to be not subject to mat ochlim. Tanakhbad didn't say that. Tanakhbad just said it's not metamet to mat ochlim. But if you can make it a food, Meaning, cook it a lot or fry it in the way. And the Chinami tell the Kabbalah more there that it's considered a a food. Comes the Gemara and says, "Matkif la Rava miika leman de Amar shelakov v'tegeno lo." Is there anybody that will hold that if you fried this hot palm or you cooked it, it's not going to be considered an okel? Meaning, you want to tell me that be without going to say it's still considered an etz? How could that be? Vatanya. Ha'or, or the skin of an animal. What's the shilya? That's the placenta, that's the sack that the baby is in, in the animal. Okay, people don't eat these items, so they must not mitame to ochlin. Or shishilako, but if you cooked it good, the skin, the shilya, shishiv aleah, but let's say the guy had intention to eat the shilya, meaning he was machshivit, mitameim tumat ochlim. So what do you see? That all that's normally not edible. But if you cook it, you make it edible. Which means, even though it wasn't edible beforehand, it was like wood, but we still see what? If you cook it well, it's considered. So kosheken, the core. The core at least was edible before a little. So kosheken, if you cook it, it should be considered edible. Well, so how could you explain like that? You cannot, Abotai, you cannot say that the nafkamina between Tanakhaman and Yehuda is where you cooked it. Because according to everybody, if you cook the corn, it's going to be considered a, uh, an orchid. Oh, so Gemara says, you're right. El ikabenayu beracha. Beautiful. You know what the nafkamina is? What's the beracha on hearts of palm? The Itmar, we learned the ready Masakat Berachot, page 36. Kor, Rav Yehuda Amar, Bore Priya Adama, Shmuel Amar, Shakon Yavad Baro. Rav Yehuda Amar, Bore Priya Adama, Uklahu, because it's Ochen. Therefore, consider it petty, and it grows from the ground. You have to say the reason why you don't say Bore Priya Ets, because it's not the Ikat of the Ets. That tree had other. Items that grew on it, berries and stuff like that, kafisin, el yonot, temarot. So therefore, it gets downgraded to an adama. Ushmuel amash akon yamet baro. Kevan de sofo lehakshot. Which means, it's not considered a peri only when it's soft. But eventually, if you leave it, it's going to become part of the tree. Therefore, lo mevarachin elaveh bore peri adama. You can't say bore peri adama because it's really not a peri. Now you're catching it when it's still soft. But it's going to turn into... It's. Oh, so that's the nafkamina. According to the Biyudah that said, Hareu he'll say the Berakha is Shakol. And according to Tanakama, Tanakama will say that no, the Berakha is Boreferi Adama. That's going to be the nafkamina between the two opinions. Read Rashi. Berakha. Amar le Shemuel. That's the Batlatatan. Delicious. What do you mean? Who said this Batlatatan? Where you 
we said before that uh, the guy he went to Bavel, he said, it's not Rubada. I'm not saying no, it's a different, a different water. Different water, what do you want to say? Meaning that all of the skin that the guy's eating, so just because he's eating it now, it's with It's one guy. Maybe, maybe, who says it's one guy? Maybe it's edible. I didn't take a survey, uh, but maybe, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm only asking because before the Gibbara rejected it. I understand. Not, I understand. I understand. Just look at Tosafot on the bottom. Tosafot has an interesting point. That even though Tanakama said you make Buripri Adama on the hearts of palm, it's still not metamitumat okhli. <laughs> you guys are eating it. Like if you eat it, you have to make a beraka. But that doesn't mean that. Uh, right. The beraka doesn't change the status whether it's considered an okhli or a beer to mat okhli. Let's put Tosafot points out on the bottom. Okay, but that one more point. Amalir Shemuel, Rav Yuda, Shinana. Sharp one. It makes sense like you that the court should be bore peri adama. The asnon, what's that? A radish. Just look for a lag short. If you leave the radish in the ground, what's going to happen? It becomes uh, like a rock. And you make bore adama. So you see, you don't go on what it's going to be. Right now it's edible. And it goes from the ground. says, not a good analogy. Velahi. Snon, not inche adate de fugla. The snon, they planted for the snon. So therefore, they cut it the snon to make with a priyadama. Dikla lo not inche adate de kora. But they don't plant it in the olden days. They didn't plant it for the, for the dikla, for the, for, for the, for the hearts of palm. They planted it for the other item. So it's automatically a secondary item. So if it's a secondary item, so it's not considered the peri. So how can you say, what's the peri? The other stuff. So therefore, makes the down with it. So he thought to say, yeah, you're right. You can still call it a petty if it's going to get hard. Radish. No, radish, that's the ikar item. But she'enken, this is not, people don't plant it for that. They plant it for the other item. Therefore, it makes a difference. Look at that. And even though Shemuel appraised uh, Rabbi Huda. And he brought a ra'ya that you should make more priya adama. However, el chetaki matid shmuel that what you make a shehakol, and that's why Shulchan Aruch is posek al rachel deke that they call the palmetto. You make shehakol lechaurah. However, that's only because the people don't plant it for that. But today, that it's a multi-billion-dollar industry, the hearts of palm uh, business. So the Chaurai, it's hard to say you don't plant it for that today. That's what they're planting it today. So therefore, it should change. The Dalakha we said is, Dalakha Moreh Priyadama on the hearts of Palm. Amen. That's the story of the business.